This is the Just Live Podcast with Dan and Susie Potter, episode 14. (laughs) How do you realign your thoughts? In this episode, we deep dive into joy. We begin in 22 seconds. Life is a remarkable story and adventure that only you can create. We exist to motivate and equip you to live fully alive. Today in this Just Live podcast episode 14, we're going to deep dive into joy and how they connect with our thoughts. Now here's the thing, we're going through the nine align tool. The nine align tool is something that Susie and I have created to help all of us reach for what do we do in those situations. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together Together we we are are doozy. doozy. Thank you for joining us today for this podcast episode. So let me take you to the nine align tool. Yes. If you know the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Well, you got them all. Those are powerful things, but sometimes we don't realize that they are there that we might have life life and have it to the full. Last week, we were talking about a wheel, an alignment of a wheel. I want you to imagine a wheel with spokes and the spokes hold the tension properly for the wheel to be aligned. And so each of these nine fruit of the spirit are part of the nine aligned tool. Last week was about love, reaching for love when we're struggling in relationships. Today is about joy when we're struggling with thoughts. I'd like you to imagine you having a toolkit. And in this toolkit, there's all the things that you need to help you realign your life. Mm -hmm. Last week, we talked about a relationship that somehow it goes bad. What if you reached into the toolbox and you pulled out love? love? What we need to do with this align tool is reach into spaces and pull out the tool we need for what we're going through right now. That thing that is misaligning our life. This week, we want to look at the whole idea of our thoughts. Many times in my life, my thoughts bring me to that place where I am not in alignment with the person that I was created to be. So let's just jump back even deeper than joy. Because for me, joy comes from deep within. It is not something that you can manufacture. You just can't have it. It is an overflow concept to me. The tool this week is joy. But yes. we're going deeper. We're going like, where did that, where does that joy get forged? Yeah. So joy is a state of being. It's like a bubbling in your soul. There's a song that we used to sing. It's, it's bubbling, bubbling. It's bubbling. It's bubbling in my soul. They're singing and laughing since Jesus made me whole. Folks don't understand it. I cannot keep it quiet. It's, it's bubbling, 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 bubbling day and night. That's a great song. That's a picture what, of joy for us. What is it that's bubbling? <laughs> As a kid in church, I would think, oh, great. But what is it that's bubbling? I think it's joy. Yeah, for sure. Joy. So this is where I want to go even deeper than joy, since the joy is coming from deep within. In Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Our thoughts have a huge and profound effect on how we are. And in Proverbs, it also says, guard your heart. It is the wellspring of life. 
So your heart, your soul, your deep inner being is a really important space that needs to be guarded And our thoughts definitely need to be examined. One of the reasons we don't often have joy, in my experience, is because we don't have hope. And hope is something that releases expectation. I just want to ask you today, what are you expecting? I went to Oral Roberts University, and Oral Roberts used to always say something, good is going to happen today. And it was just like about a seed that we plant with the expectation of good things. And then my grandpa Thomas, he used to walk around Brown City Camp, a camp where Dan and I met, and he used to sing, Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Go really, <laughs> real deep. I can't hit that note, I guess. I've got a wonderful feeling. Everything's going my way. I think this podcast today is brought to you by music by Dan and Susie. <laughs> I mean, what? How would your day be if you had a hopeful expectation? If within you, you had that perspective that it's going to be good. I'm on the bright side, the happy side of life. And hope is actually an aggressively positive attitude that I'm expecting and looking for the good today. Now, if we have hope, would that in your life produce a whole lot more of joy? I think so. I mean, the thing I love about the wheel illustration when it comes to joy, when it comes to love, is our life does get out of alignment. Yep. The the interesting thing is when our life is in alignment, when a tire is in alignment, it's called true. Yes. And so when we reach for joy, because we have some kind of hope, we pull out something that brings our life back into true. Mm-hmm. When we're in misalignment, we're actually living a life that is not true. Mm-hmm. And yet oftentimes we live within that. In Philippians 4, 4, I remember when I was younger, I tried to memorize all of Philippians. I love it. But there's this That's verse awesome. that says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. I love that. Rejoice and do it again and do it again. The very word rejoice is this joy over and over again. If you count all the joys and rejoices in the Bible, it's 452 times that it appears. And it's interesting, in the Old Testament, the word that's used is ruha. And in the New Testament, it's karha, which both of them sounds like hurrah. I mean, to me, it's this this motion, (laughs) it's this activity, (laughs) it's this movement into life. In in the Old Testament, it really meant to raise a shout. In the New Testament, it was more of... I am glad by choice. I'm leaning towards this. I choose delight. Mm -hmm. And there's this this really cool part of it that says, I am aware of grace. Mm. And I love that we can rejoice. It's not always being happy, but we can rejoice over and over again because we are leaning into it. Yeah. At the beginning of this year, 2022, Dan and I just had a thought. What are you saying yes to? to this year. And we identified things that we were going to say yes to, that we were going to go for. There's so many no's post-COVID and in isolation. There's so many no's and we try to say yes more than we say no. 
We try to have that yes perspective of jobs we're trying to do, of goals we're trying to have, of opportunities. So we're not in a stuck position. We're in a yes, go for it, action-oriented position. And this brings joy. It does. One of the things we want to have happen in our Just Live podcast is that we be a little more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you about Susie. Oh, <laughs> I'm just wait trying, minute, wait just trying to help out here a little bit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, what are we going to say? I'm not sure I approved of well, this yet. She Susie does not approve of this message yet. Susie sometimes gets into some thought patterns okay, you can that, go for that it. brings her to a place that is not full of life. If you know Susie, she is a life giver. She is a hope carrier. Yes. Joy just radiates from her. When I'm but, in my fully alive state. But this there is are true. times when she hits rock bottom mm -hmm. and I see her more than most people. I am aware of that. So several years ago, I was in, I'm not even sure what country it was, but there was this little booklet that was made from a leaf and then all the pe little pages in it were handmade. And I bought it because I thought I am going to begin to write down all the things I love about Susie in these pages. Uh, this really touches so I, me. I number this them. book is little. It's smaller than the palm of our hand. It's about the size of a deck of cards. Yep, even a little smaller. Yeah. yeah, and and what I do is I don't have this out on the shelf for Susie just to read any time. I just tuck it away someplace. But every once he in a while, it. she comes to that place where she is not living fully alive. And I say, Susie, come over here. Sometimes she may just lean on me. She may sit on my lap, something like that. But I I begin to open up the booklet and I begin to read and I go. The reasons I love Susie Potter by Dan Potter, and I begin to read these. I think now there's... They make me melt in joy. Let me just say that. There's, there's 44 entries. So it's not a lot. 44? You're up to 44. I'm up to 44. Did but you put any do, new ones in there? I put a couple new ones in recently. Any shareable ones? Because I don't think I've heard I them. I think so. 43 is, I love you because you are always learning and growing. Mm -hmm, this is true. 44, I love you because you celebrate every day and everyone. <laughs> now, just do you see what just happened to her? <laughs> Joy explodes. Exactly. She she can move Thank back you. into life by reaching out into joy. And sometimes we need help reaching back yes, into that. We, we need someone else to speak some affirmations over us sometimes mm -hmm. for us to remember there is hope. Mm -hmm. There is joy. And then we come into a place where we realign our life within that. So that is so true. And I just feel overflowing. One of my love languages is words of affirmation and touch. And that's why hearing these things in a snuggle, loving position, it's again the love zone. It gives me joy and it allows me to overflow. And this makes me think of Romans 15. And it says, this is a greeting um, that I love to give over people or pray over people, especially when I'm leaving their presence. And it says... May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you catch that? It's the God of hope. And remember, that's like a, an underlying expectation that we're looking forward to those things that are really in a positive space. And when the God of hope fills us with all joy and peace, they go together for me. And trust also goes in that joy, peace, trust. And then it's an overflow from within. 
I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm in the middle of writing a book called The Story of Stuck. It's so good. It's about a little chameleon that is living in a basement. I call these mentalities that he faces the basement mentalities, but they're the lies basically we accept. And I guess this is my opportunity to tell a vulnerable story about me. When I am in my basement mentality... Okay, yeah, let's get vulnerable now with yeah, Dan. Yeah, yes, I think vulnerability with me, Dan. Here it comes. It is the whole idea that I am not enough. Mm. For some reason, I'm not enough. And I've not always had this. But lately, the two things I, I feel a lot of is I am not enough or I am worthless. Mm. And those will always go to my mind. They're my thoughts. I am not. And uh, I need joy. Because mm-hmm. joy comes along and says, Dan, you are enough. Yes. Dan, you have worth. Yes. And this is the, sometimes I have to simply reach out for it myself in those moments. The other day I was having one of those moments. I, I, it was worthlessness. And I was up here in my office right by the studio where we're recording this. And I was just feeling it wouldn't matter if I was not on this planet. Mm. I, I was really at the place that, uh, it's it's not that it's hard to live, though it is sometimes, but sometimes you just feel like you don't matter. Mm. And that's where I was feeling. I was sitting that's at my desk space. and I looked up and I saw this brand new magic trick that I had bought in the last few weeks. And I hadn't really practiced it because I needed a DVD player to watch the DVD. It's an old one. And so I pulled out a DVD player. I have it in a box. We'd never use one. I pulled it out and I, I began watching this, this instruction DVD and I began practicing this trick. And the more I practice it, the more I could do it. And, and there was this <laughs> joy that started emerging because it wasn't about, I can't, I'm not enough worth. It was, I, I can, I yes, can do this. Can. And probably a lot of people couldn't do it. And then Susie would come along and go, wow, that's incredible. How like, did you do that? That's magic. It's, oh, these, it's these four rings. Is this the one you did? Yeah. It's these four rings, a little bit bigger than um, if you put your two hands together and make a circle. It's about that size from my hand. And there are these four w- rings. And the way Dan maneuvers these four rings... I know the trick. I've seen the trick so many times before, but I just sat watching him practice, you know, a non-perfected performance of it. And my mouth was open. I was like, that is magic. That is absolutely amazing. Keep working on that one. And as he did it, he had joy, but that joy overflowing from his life and I got to experience it also gave me joy. And I think that's what happens with joy. Yeah. If you're, if you're experiencing some stinking thinking or what I call it, basement <laughs> thoughts where you're thinking, I am not enough. Yeah. I don't belong. I can't. I am worthless. You reach for joy. Yes. Whether it's you're reaching or someone speaking over you, mm-hmm. you are enough. You do belong. You can. You have worth. So how do you align your thoughts if you're not experiencing joy? How do you flip it? This is something that I have been working on really since COVID. This is where I started to deep dive into how do I 
flip my thoughts, when they're not what I want them to be, when my thoughts are misaligned and I'm not experiencing joy. And here are four steps that I currently have put together from lots of research and lots of personal experience. So number Remember one- Remember what I said what I love about Susie? She's always learning, always growing. I need to because I, I can't think of these thoughts out of the clear blue in my head like you can. So I need research. But how do you align your thoughts? Number one, be aware. Hmm. So check your thoughts. You might need to check your feelings or your emotions. There might be some body sensations. For example, I feel when my thoughts are not allowed in the pit of my stomach bodily, and I am learning to notice that and try to examine it a little bit. Uh, What about my perspectives? If I'm having stinking thinking, if I'm not experiencing joy, I'm like more in the basement mentality like Dan just described it, then I need to be aware of that and notice that. Secondly, ask where did it come from? So where did that thought come from, that feeling, this this current non-joy moment? Did it come from a person? Did it come from an experience? Did it come from past? Did it come from some always state, statements I've made in my life? And ask myself, who or what gave me that message? It might have just come from myself, but maybe a long time ago because of something that happened. So be aware and then ask where it came from. And third, Ask, what is the truth? This is something that Dan has helped me with. What is the truth? And I can't always find the truth for myself. I'm so stuck in that thought in the basement that I need help. And Dan often helps me with helping me flip it and find out what's the truth. And then lately, I've been able to form it into a statement. I personally, today at the day of this recording, it is one year since we moved into this home here in Des Moines, Washington, and we moved from Georgia. It's been a tough transition for us, and so many times I've had to reframe my thoughts, and one of the statements that I kept saying to myself is, I'm really struggling with friendships, and I can't make deep friends just because locally it's not always my experience besides family. And so I've been retraining myself in the last week to form it, the truth, into a statement. I have very deep friendships. I can grow deep friendships. And I'm speaking the truth over myself. It's an expectation. It is a hope. And this truth brings me joy. It is true. So the fourth step, it's kind of what I just talked about as well. I need to reconceptualize it. And this is the process of retraining from a toxic thought, for example, I don't have any friends, to a healthy thought like I form very deep friendships. And this helps me release joy. Sometimes I need to readdress that thought, reanalyze it, reconsider it, redefine it, rethink it, realign Hold on. It. There's, there's a lot of re's there. Yeah. And I realign know, is the one we really want to focus on. Maybe you're just listening. Maybe you're driving. I don't know. But I, Susie, if you just go say these four again, sure. because if you want to take note on them, just, just very quickly, what are these four again? Sure. How do you align your thoughts where I'm at so far? Flip it. So number one, be aware of that thought. Number two, Try to find out where did it come from. Number three, 
What is truth? Find the truth, flip that negative thought into a statement that is truth that can be repeated. And number four, reconceptualize it. And this is a process of retraining yourself to believe that truth. So when we look at this nine align tool, Mm -hmm. I keep going back in my head to something about a tire, a bike tire, a car tire. I remember years ago when we lived in Marlette, Michigan, going down the road in my car was just, it was just, it had the wobble. It <laughs> yeah. just, you know what wobble, it's like? Wobble, wobble, wobble. It got, it, everything was good till 45. And then when he went over 45 miles an hour, there was this wobble. Yeah, you feel it when you're wobbling. Oh, you do. You feel it. Mm. And they run in, especially if you have a wife. She shimmy, feels shimmy, it. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. And so I took my car into Marlette Oil and Gas and I said, there is this wobble in the car. The guy walked around the car and he, he pointed at the tire. He says, it's this tire. And I, I had no idea it was Expert that. Expert Sometimes we tire. don't know what needs to be realigned, right. but he recognized it, pulled the tire off, and I stood there and watched him. And he, he spun it on this machine, and you could see the tire wobbling right there. And and he stopped it. He marked it with a chalk, and then he, he took these little uh, lead weights, and he pounded them into the rim, and then he spun it again. And my tire went from misalignment to alignment. It was incredible. And put it back on. I went driving probably five miles. Uh, I heard something go clink, and I went back to the wobble. So I came and brought it back in, and he was like, yeah, I I don't think I put one of those weights in good enough. He looked at it. Yep, it was missing. Spun it again. Yes, there was wobble. Put in a new lead weight, and it was great. And I think in our life, what we need those lead weights, that's joy. Yes. And we got we to stop and say, where's the wobble? How do I bring joy in? Because just imagine being face-to-face with your next misalignment, and you already have joy waiting to be pushed into that area. Your joy truth is that like lead weight to align it? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. That, yeah. The, the joy is that lead weight that brings us back into alignment, whether it's our thoughts or love with our relationships. We need to be ready beforehand to apply that, that we don't live days and days and days in misalignment. Yeah, so here's the question. What do you need to counter your lack of alignment, especially with your thoughts? It's joy. It is joy. When I graduated from Oral Roberts University with my registered nurse degree, um, as I was receiving my certificate, mm-hmm. they made a statement over me. It was kind of prophetic, wasn't it? And I always forget it, but Dan remembers it because he was there celebrating and he reminds me of it. What oh, was I it? was, I was in the audience listening and they, they came to Susie and they just were praying over here and they gave these words, may your joy and laughter be healing for many. And it, I it was like, yes, that's Susie. I don't know if they knew Susie. They spoke that. And many times I speak that over her. Yes. Your joy in your laughter is healing for many, but it's also healing for herself. Yes, it is. And I think we need to find those things that are lead weight. And I don't (laughs) want to make it like a lead balloon, but it's a lead weight (laughs) that brings us back into alignment. It's always joy. It isn't like sometimes this works, sometimes it doesn't. I want to tell you, there aren't many things that I would guarantee, but if you are in a place of stinking thinking, mm-hmm. you're wobbling, your brakes are, are hitting from time to time, yeah. reach for joy. Right. Find Dan, that hope place. Dan told me this morning, he said, I love when you laugh. Could you laugh more? <laughs> I said, yeah, you're a funny boy. Make me laugh. And he does often. And it's true that that joy is deep within in the laughter. There's only two ways our soul can express. One is crying. Tears. Tears. 
and the other is laughter. And Both are uncontrollable many times. Yeah, we invite you to choose joy. Mm. No matter what's going on, flip those misaligned thoughts and choose joy. It is a fruit of the spirit. But I've also had tears of joy. Yes, that's right. Where it was so intense that there was just tears. And it's interesting. Chemically, they say tears of sorrow and tears of joy have different chemical makeup. That's right. And I don't know how all this works, but I just want you to know that if you're going through a season right now where your thoughts are bringing you down. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a dark day every day in your thoughts. I just want to encourage you to reach out to joy or reach out to someone and ask them, can you just speak some joy over me? Because sometimes our view of ourselves is different than the way That's the right. rest of us see. And sometimes Susie just has to say, or I have to say to Susie, I just need some affirmation here. Mm-hmm. And Help me with the truth. It isn't bad to be fishing for it. When you need it, when you can't catch something, it's sometimes good to have someone say, well, throw your net on the other side of the boat because they see something you don't see. That's right. So if you don't have somebody to reach out to, reach out to us, send us a message. Anyway, we are connected. We would love to hear from you and process further with you. This has been great. My hope is that you live fully alive as you love your life, your world, and your God. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together Together we we are doozy. Live fully. And love fully. Thank you so much for joining us on this Just Live podcast with Dan and Susie. Episode 14, all about joy and thoughts. Reach for joy.